Hello everybody, welcome back to the Winter Wonderland Weekly Overture. <laughs> I'll just say the Weekly Overture. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm keeping that in, you know that. With me, Hannah, and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and me, Meg. I love it. <laughs> Alright, Hannah, that's fine, that's fine. everybody welcome back to the winter wonderland weekly overture with me hannah and me meg and today as you may have guessed from that very <laughs> shoddy introduction uh it is christmas themed it's christmas time there's no need to be afraid that's enough of that um so today we're just gonna be um having a bit of fun i think this will be coming out on christmas eve so we're just gonna be having a bit of fun talking about some musical theater christmas songs um might be singing some cheeky jingle bells in there for no reason um and yeah that is pretty much us for today um, so the three songs we're talking about today are um, Rent, Christmas Bells, um, Christmas Lullaby from Songs of a New World, and Merry Christmas Maggie Thatcher from Billy Elliot. So um, do you want to take it away, hun? Yeah, 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 sure. Um, I like I like all these shows. I like a lot of the music from them. Um, so mm-hmm. this was fun for me. Um, Jonathan Larson is an absolutely great composer. I love Rent, and he blessed us with the wonderful song of Christmas Bells. Mm-hmm. I I think I think this is a recover um, song. So for I think I was, I've spoken about it um, before in a podcast, but obviously not into this detail. So I was just going to say for context, um, basically what Christmas Bells. Um, what Christmas Bells is about is all the people maybe that are homeless or the people that are addicted to drugs. Um, they're all singing about, like, in essentially the difficulties of that. So you've got, like, the beginning um, where some, some, I think someone who's homeless comes on and he's freezing because, obviously, it's Christmas. And it's sort of showing the, the actual... Um, reality of what it would be like for people that are, are vulnerable especially at Christmas and he comes on as like Christmas bells are ringing Christmas bells are ringing muh, muh, muh. and it's really it's really gross but essentially this entire song is just sort of showing maybe what was what harshness Christmas can bring or the winter more more even the what the winter can bring so that's kind of like context at the beginning of the song you've got a chord which is a descending chord of um basically a sort of um I've worked out as a C major seventh without the the E so um it's, and and it's like descending chord and you've got that better da 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 because you've got a C a C B B G do 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 a C B B G and it's like a really fast and rapid and it's like this sort of idea of of like is kind of Christmassy. I don't know how else to explain it. When it comes to Christmas, you've got it in the piano on a high register. 
it's like jingle bells or something you would have a you would have jingle bells being shaken at the same time other da 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 christmas like that you know it's it's a classic sort of art christmas sound and then what happens is you get this really horrible um then you get after like that really lovely um uh, beginning you get a really grouchy person i i don't I, I think sometimes it's been a man sometimes it's been a woman i don't think it matters you get a grouchy person that comes along and goes christmas bells are ringing christmas bells are ringing augmented fourth it's really disgusting it's really horrible if you're like oh that's gross it's an augmented fourth for those who don't know what an augmented fourth yet is because i'm sure i've said it before it's the simpsons that is an uh, 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 that's an augmented fourth but do it together but i can't because i'm only one voice and then it's so it's really dissonant harmony constantly through and then one thing i found was um the the dissonance gets taken away on the line and it's beginning to snow that little bit uh, and I'll comment about that one particular line later but um I've got a lot on this one so I thought I'd like pause there and let Meg talk and then I'll come back to more of my points Sounds good. So um, mine is kind of, my points are a little bit less kind of deep analytical as Hannah's, which is probably good because we kind of balance each other out a bit. Um, but I've talked a bit as kind of the overall concept of the song and how Christmas is shown in the song. So I think Christmas, this song particularly is used very well. Christmas in the theme, in the context of rent rent is a show uh, where a lot of people are struggling you know struggling economically where people have aids where people um don't are homeless there's a lot of these themes going on and i think this is highlighted in the christmas theme because christmas generally is a theme where in western countries everybody experiences it and everyone associates it with happiness security togetherness family all of these nice things um and so showing the realities of what Christmas is for a lot of people, especially in New York and kind of and bigger cities and well, people all over the world. Um, it kind of it seems like a more stark contrast to the everyday because you think it yourself, you're probably having a nice day on Christmas Day. You know, this is a very unusual day in the UK. Like, you know, people saying Boris has cancelled Christmas, whatever. He hasn't cancelled Christmas. You can't cancel Christmas. Christmas is a concept. But um you know that kind of togetherness being stripped back um and I think that it's kind of very much comes in in this it's very there's like Hannah said there's quite a bit of dissonance in it and it kind of has this cacophonous effect which is where it all goes like a little bit mad in some places and lots of voices come together um but also what I like I don't know whether I'm babbling if I am I'm sorry um there's a lot of kind of religious references in it so they talk about um no room at the holiday inn um and then they um parody a lot of christmas carols so i'm sure hannah will talk about this as well but it says i'm dreaming of a white right christmas just like the ones i used to know jingle bells prison cells blah, 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 blah. and then it has you have the night to remain silent night holy night fall on your knees oh night divine so a lot of like references to kind of um like prison and being arrested and police and then la 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 and then um so and you'll do some time and so there's a lot of these um references in it and i think on the surface if you wouldn't kind of really listen to the lyrics in a lot of places it sounds quite jolly but then when you look at the lyrics it kind of has this like 
edge which i think is quite cool um and it has a little bit of a feel of um one day more of lame is with all the different people the different melodies the themes coming back like like my candle comes back um yeah. and like hannah was saying the theme that hannah sung earlier mm. is a bit similar to the did it did it of lame is so um yeah, yeah that was my point yeah no i i think they're like really good points actually because that goes really well with this whole sort of theme of um idea goes really well with my point so i was going to say so there's a, a point where angel and collins um uh come together and they are my favorite couple in rent i think they are just so cute i love them so much um uh so angel and collins when they come on the music the music changes so the instrumentation uh changes slightly so everything's a lot softer so what you've listened to before is the harshness of people singing the harshness of the harmony uh you get this boom no room in the holiday in no no and it's really crunchy and you've got really loud like uh, i think um sort of like massive offbeats really crunchy chords I think really low register of the cello and you get this mm, ah, 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 no no like that and all of this is going on everything's just so dissonant and then obviously like I said before you get and it's beginning to snow then you get Angel and Collins they come along and and everything again is um, everything that they're singing is being uh, played over the top of exactly what we've already heard, but everything is um, it's, or essentially what the homeless people and what the people who um, the people that want to buy drugs from drug dealers, what they've just sing is being played, but everything is so much softer and more calmer and the dissonance um, in the harmony is less dominant it's been stripped back and you get this idea from it uh, that even though um, Angel and Collins are facing exactly what um, the home well not exactly but a lot of what the homeless and especially the people um, who have um, unfortunately got HIV and AIDS from uh, the from like the needles when they when they've used drugs because that's how I think um, Mimi gets it. I think mm. that's how she gets it. You know, even though they're sort of in a similar position, what that they have between each other drowns that out. And I really like that concept because they've even got um, the that ba ba. They've got that really harsh offbeat, but now it's played by the strings and strings um, other than when they pluck, but even when you pluck a string, um, the sound isn't very loud. So if anything, I think strings are a very soft instrument compared to how maybe a piano could be. Meg, you are a string player, so just let me know if you disagree, but because it's, because of like the bow work. You need, you can like you can you know comparatively to like brass you can have one trumpet that could outdo the whole you know yeah so yeah. you get this this softness and you've got the 
um and you've got this pleasantness and it's just really pretty pretty and then and that's what so then when you get roger come in and mark he's like she said would you like my candle and his everything and now you've completely got a new like a new section of music it's completely different from what beforehand and it's this idea that roger is just stuck in his own little sorry world um and 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 it's and this also happens when so mimi um uh sings the little bit where you've got got any seaman got any she sings that so she is still a part of what the chorus um resemble but what happens is every time roger comes along mimi then her melodies get introduced into something completely different from all of the motifs that Meg was saying, you know, a bit like one day more that overlap with each other. Because when Roger and Mimi sing, they actually have, um, they actually have the accompaniment for a song that they later sing together, which is I Should Tell You. So that kind of just kind of shows this idea that, and I really like it because I think it's just so, as good to the characters as well because Roger I know he goes through sort of um he, he's struggling with a lot but compared to Mimi he decides to shut everyone out and shut life out and not try and find um any joy in life because of what he's facing whereas Mimi takes it and still tries to find love she still wants to live life to the fullest depending on how much life that she has left so I think that resembles the character so well because Roger, his music is his own music. It is, it is. Um, again, I think the, she said, would you light my candle? I think that's also referencing um, Another Day. So all of, everything that kind of Roger sings is his song. It's, yeah. it's always his music because he's always so focused on him, himself and his situation and his circumstances. And please don't think that I'm going like, oh, Roger, because I know that he would have, the character would be handling something really big. But it, it, it's just, I think it's clever music writing, whereas everybody else like Angel and Collins, who are actually facing the same situation as Roger, they're deciding to drown out the situation, face it, acknowledge it but mm. show that their love or or their what they have is is greater than it and I think the music really does that well or yeah. I'm just like <laughs> being too geeky <laughs> being too geeky I, I think it's um cool I think yeah you're really good at being I like it okay <laughs> yeah uh, I don't really have anything else to add really on um Christmas bells um so would you like to move on to Christmas lullaby? Wee, 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 wee. Wee, wee. So Christmas lullaby is from Songs from a New World, but I'll be honest, I don't know at all, really. I know Hannah quite likes the music of it, mm. um, but I, don't, I, I really don't know it at all. I, I knew this song a bit and I really enjoyed kind of listening to it tonight. And the main kind of sense that I got from it was um that kind of it doesn't directly reference um Christmas I don't think in it unless I'm mistaken but it's very much kind of I think the character it sounds like she's kind of 
has this these parallels to the story of Mary in the Bible um, with the lyrics are um, let me just find where I've written it so she talks about the way of the Lord um, and she says um, that she's finding meaning kind of through carrying this child and is the lyric the future of the world is inside of me um, which is obviously quite similar to the story of um, Mary carrying Jesus in the Bible um, and yeah and I think it's and it's very very stripped back N- not particularly musical theatre is something I wrote I don't think it sounds particularly there's the odd kind of big interval which gives it that sense but um, there's this beautiful piano kind of four note motif um, mm-hmm. in the beginning and it's kind of I like it because it doesn't have a lot of the kind of Christmassy stereotypes but it still maintains that sense mm it being Christmas Eve. Do you know what I mean, Hannah? Yeah, I do. I think it's um, very angelic. Mm. Um, and, well, see, this the, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think, so obviously it's called Christmas Lullaby. I think the music illustrates this lullaby effect. Yes. So the harmony or the chords are very repetitive, like a lullaby, like, um, you know, twinkle, twinkle, little star, da 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 I don't know it's just like very repetitive that like literally there was only two ideas in that song so when you've got that really pretty motif that Meg was talking about that and that I think it's very very beautiful and stripped back like she says because it's like almost a prayer or or a lullaby so where I think the Christmas uh, sort of side comes in is obviously through the lyrics but one moment that really stands out to me so um carol carol concerts obviously are a fantastic thing but at the beginning they are actually very something very religious and they were, um, and all of the carols that you sing are all quite religious, but now I think lots of people sing them for fun, which is awesome because they are great tunes, you know, we love a bit of carols, but in the 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 original sort of, that they were sort of essentially songs of praise and, 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 um, and religious songs. I mean, yeah, just a fact, isn't it, you know? Um, and so this whole this whole story story is how she sort of associates herself with the Virgin Mary, um, in the sense, uh, and and that I think is done really well. So the register and the voicing of the song is um, very kind of mezzo soprano, I would say. So I thought, you know, this real idea of choirs, and I think that. Um, a religious sort of side comes in this very angelic um idea and I listened to this song and you should really listen to all of these songs if you haven't yet and I feel like this song would be a beautiful song to sing in the church with the acoustics and then obviously you've got and I will be like mother Mary and it goes and I will be like mother Mary and you're just ascending and then you go down and there's this idea of this growing and you're moving towards and this idea of heaven being up and I think that's a really important line like you know I will be like mother Mary um, with a blessing in my soul or when she goes and the power I'll suffer any pain and and you're building it up because she sort of um, is idolizing what the Virgin Mary 
did and thinks that what she has now as she bears the child that she can repeat that too but one thing where I think it's quite Christmassy is obviously you've got Ding Dong Mary on high Gloria or whatever you know um I think she there's that really beautiful moment which makes me think so much of like um of a of a carol is the when she goes Gloria Gloria sing the name of the lord that gloria growing and then gloria so you've got um a bigger love my intervals we got a bigger interval she jumps higher on the second gloria as as she sort of sings um uh this sort of thanks for the the gift of a child and i just think it's that so for me i feel like this song isn't so on the nose Christmassy like maybe um, Maggie Thatcher will be and also Carol's was with like the jingle bells and the the hints the, of the music but I feel like this is very choral yeah. like a Carol concert you know yeah yeah I think yeah, that's um, that last line definitely sums it up it's not kind of um and I think with the kind of on the nose, like what we think of as a Christmas song now with mm. like, oh, it's falling, jing, jing, jing. It's not so much like that, but it definitely is yeah. religious and feels like, like you say, like a lullaby and like a hymn and kind of, and I think that is. Yeah. 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 Great. I um, I don't have anything else to add for um, Christmas lullaby. Should we finish up with Merry Christmas, Maggie Thatcher? An American accent that's just completely Merry not. Christmas, Maggie Thatcher. This uh obviously from Billy Elliot, anyone who doesn't know. Um and they're singing here about kind of um so it's set in the minor strike and they're singing about um we'll celebrate today because it's one clear day closer to your death, Maggie Thatcher. Um, which is <laughs> a lovely sentence, uh, but um and we're not gonna get political about um the minor strike because that is a whole other discussion that I recently wrote an essay on, but, but um, it's kind of, I think this song is very, it's, it's fun and I don't think it's particularly mm. complex musically. Hannah might disagree with me, but um, when I listened to it, nothing kind of jumped out as being really kind of, I think that harks to the kind of Christmassy sense of community, especially the kind of, working class mindset and I'm not this is no way saying that working class is simple but generally the melodies that we associate with working class people mm. in musical theatre tend to be more simple than the more complex melodies um and I think um you can just very much hear that kind of in it but it still retains a big sense of traditional musical theatre and I think this harks back a little bit I keep saying harks back heart the herald angels sing um, <laughs> And I think uh, this quote goes back to saying um, that kind of Christmas being used in a musical kind of represents a can um, like the difference between normal life. And I think seeing it here, like Merry Christmas, Christmas is a time of celebration and joy and happiness. And then wishing death on someone kind of shows <laughs> that is not, that's not very Christmassy, um, shows that. Yeah, so, and I think that kind of echoes the general minds at the time, but even in Christmas, they're all like, you know, together and it's quite a joyous song. Mm. It, that edge to it, which is interessant. I agree. I think 
that this song is a massive middle finger. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> and it's it's quite funny. I've seen it. I've seen the stage production, and they've got a really funny like. You know, you know those um things that say um that by a car machine or something it flies around and it doesn't actually stand up and it's air or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Uh no. Okay. Well, somebody out there might. And say it you... again. Say it again. I wasn't really concentrating. No, that's because you're playing around with the filters, Meg. <laughs> so, essentially, what I'm saying is. You know those things at like car venues or whatever where you buy cars. Um, yeah, it's a floaty thing that that just like does. Oh yes, I do know. Yeah, the big like. Ooh. Yeah, and it just uh, and for those people that can't see me doing this, I'm just flapping my arms around. So I've seen the stage production and they've got like a Maggie Thatcher just being flapped around. I think it's just quite funny. I just I just think it's uh, a really good song and the way that i got it is like compared to the other two which again because even because even the cat christmas bells like they're referencing songs that are carols and i think christmas lullaby is a song that sort of symbolizes carols whereas this for me makes me think of shaking stevens and wizard and it's like the the whole idea of it actually is like a modern well not modern now because we got santa tell me haven't we santa tell me if you're really there, we we got that. But that it makes me think of, um, you know, snow is falling because they, they it's it's that whole idea. But one moment I really like is that where I feel like the Christmasness really does come through is when they kind of strip back the texture halfway through because you've got this really lovely like harmony that they sing, um over each other so uh you've got um i think the women go above and then the men stay on the tune so you get you get these this guitar that keeps playing each chord and then they strip back and it's just almost a cappella and it's a really nice moment even though the lyrics want like i said is just a huge middle finger to maggie thatcher i think it's just really 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 fun actually it's just a an interesting way like Meg said it's it's completely the opposite of what Christmas is kind of all about and everything I was just going to um if you're happy with Maggie Thatcher I uh do you want to I was just going to finish off by talking about why Christmas isn't actually used that often in musical theatre because when me and Hannah were trying to find some Christmassy songs um to talk about there aren't that many so there's things like this Elf the Musical's been an adaptation there's been an adaptation of Scrooge um there's so there's been like things like that um and I know Annie has a Christmas Eve song in it but we struggled a little bit to find like um Mm. masses and masses of them so uh I was going to talk a little bit about why um that is and i think it's because when christmas is used um christmas is always quite a major event every film that christmas is in becomes a christmas film pretty much because it's such a major event that that can become the story and i can imagine that as a writer you might not want it to all be about it and the other thing is when writing christmas music i think there's certain stereotypes and features that are quite hard to overcome and um would potentially sound cliche so we talked today about like some features that sound 
um, Christmassy, but none of them are completely on the nose, like jingle bells, like they're all, you know, subtly. And I think that's why there's not many about Christmas because I think it's quite hard to get the balance where it sounds Christmassy without just sounding really generic and cheesy and mm. like you wouldn't want to listen to it any other time of year. I so, think okay. I, I think that's actually a really good way of thinking about it creatively, in my opinion. Or like I agree with you, but another opinion I would add to the pile is probably the money. Yes. You know, I don't think pe I think people would rather write a musical, if I'm honest. Yeah. about something that could be played at any time of the year rather than being specifically related to Christmas because that is literally only one month in which they can um, they can perform it. So yeah. I feel like that might be a big factor of it. Whereas with the songs that we've taken them from, like Rent and... Um, uh, oh, what's Maggie Thatcher and no Billy Elliot and all of that? I feel like Christmas happens in the story, but it's not the essential story, and I feel like that's probably a big reason why. Because, if for example, like Elf, I'm sure is a great musical. I don't think I'd want to go and see Elf in March. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, Hannah's yeah, got. Very so I think it's down to money more than anything. Should we um wrap up? I think so. How about before we wrap up, let's just say, Meg, what's your favourite, well, one of your favourite Christmas songs? Oh, Christmas songs. Um, let me think. Okay, so there's different, I love a bit of, love a bit of Wham, um, Last Christmas, uh, Mariah Carey classic. Oh, I, so I love the ones like that. Um, I really like um the pentatonix version of um mary did you know that i adore i think yeah. every time i listen to it it just sounds so oh yummy mm. um that's probably one of my favorites uh i the thing is with christmas songs they're just on and i enjoy them mm. but there's none that i there's not really any christmas songs i dislike i just enjoy them all does that make sense yeah 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 I totally agree um <laughs> I think that uh my Christmas my favorite Christmas songs are because I really like um are you hanging up yeah, on your wall I really like that one and um I really like snow is falling all around me children playing I love it but one song that just makes me giggle all the time is <laughs> a bit of a rogue one, but it's It'll be lonely this Christmas with you to hold. It'll be cold, so cold. It just makes me laugh so much because it's at the end where it's like, da, 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 Merry Christmas, darling, wherever you are. <laughs> I just love it. So um, I really like that song. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to be individual. Yeah, that makes me laugh. I think um, I I like pretty much, as I say, all of them. I just, um, I think most Christmas songs, yeah. banger, particularly ones from the 80s. Um, yes. And shout out to Christmas album that I listened to exclusively growing up with is um, the Ray Conniff Christmas album. And anybody who knows that album is 
a banger and there's like six songs on it and it's they're all um like medleys of one another and they run into each other and it is brilliant so that album sounds like christmas to me um but that is that is my christmas songs complete i think are there any christmas songs you don't like it's hard meg it's hard you don't have to have a favorite christmas song you don't like I know that my, I'll tell you this though, I don't think there is one that I don't like. And I'll let you know in the next podcast if I come across a song and I go, ugh, didn't like that. Okay. The one thing my mum can't stand, uh, Wham Last Christmas. I love that one. I've already said that though. I, lo- I love it too. I think it's great. I just love it. I left it in the mood. Wait, is it? I love you and I meant it. I love it. Now I know what a fool I've been. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, I now I'll know you fool me again. Merry Christmas. Graduated is uh, Leona Lewis. Five more nights on my own. Four more days until you come along. Three more dreams, mistletoe. Two more reasons why I love you so. That is a good one. You actually, you know what song I don't like? What? Shardy with you. Oh, I don't like that one either. <laughs> Justin Bieber, that should not have been a thing. Yeah, I'm sorry, that, Jay. That was terrible. I'm going to stand under the mistletoe. It's the most beautiful time of the year. Oh, do you know what me and Hannah, I know we both like. this. Part, by this point, I think everyone's clicked off because we're just rambling. Um, we, <laughs> Jingle Bells, Michael Bublé version. Merry Christmas, Mr. Bublé. Merry Christmas, Mr. Bublé. <laughs> Do you want to sing a little Jingle Bells? Okay, do you want to be the or Michael? Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Dashing through the snow. Open sleigh. Here we go. Laughing all the way. This has been um, the Winter Wonderland Weekly Overture with me, Mary Meg. And me, Hannah. You could have put a festive sing on it. Okay, Hannah, na, 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 na. Thank you very much, everyone, and have a wonderful Christmas, um, yeah. unless you don't want to. Then don't have a wonderful Christmas. Have a amazing Christmas or an incredible winter. And we wish you the biggest, happiest new year as well. And thank you very much for supporting us in 2020. Um, anyone who listens, um, this has just been me and Hannah nattering on as always. But yeah. this is our first year and this is probably going to be the last one of 2020. So thank you very much for listening. Mm, thank you. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.